It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Your Locked On Bruins, your daily podcast on the Boston Bruins. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, Bruins fans, and welcome back to the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast. I'm your host, Ian McLaren, and this is a daily show where we discuss all things spoke to be, as well as take a look around the NHL. Where I am today, it is pouring rain, I'm fighting a sore throat, but my heart is full of joy because the Bruins are beginning training camp here this morning with some off-ice testing. And we are going to talk all about it today. Who's at training camp, what the opening night lineup will look like. Uh, I'm also going to answer some of your mailbag questions and take a quick look around the NHL. Before we get into all that, a reminder that we are back to five days a week. So please smash that subscribe button. Each new episode will be automatically added to your feed for you to download and listen and enjoy from your favorite podcast app. If you are on uh, Apple, if you could rate and review, that would be very much appreciated. If you're on social media, you can follow along at LockedNHLBruins on both Instagram and Twitter. And you can find me, my dad jokes, hockey tweets, at Ian C. McLaren. If you're new to the podcast, lifelong Bruins fan over here, this is the third season I've been hosting this podcast. I live in Ontario, but I'm a fully credentialed member of Boston Bruins Media. I wrote uh, for The Score for five years, covering all things hockey for them. And uh, most recently, uh, did some freelance work for SB Nation and got to cover the OHL Championship of the Guelph Storm. So that's a bit about me. Uh, I love these Boston Bruins so much, and I'm so excited to get back to talking about them on a daily basis. Now, yesterday, the Bruins announced their training camp roster as well as a schedule. Like I mentioned, training camp opens this morning at Warrior Ice Arena. There will be some off-ice testing, and then head coach Bruce Cassidy and some select players will be available to the media via Zoom. Tomorrow is when the real action begins. Uh, two groups, Group A, Group B, they will practice at 10 a.m. and 12 p.m. respectively. And then uh, select players will be available to the media again. I won't lay out the whole schedule because, of course, we are daily. And uh, we can talk about that as it comes up. The Bruins' first exhibition game is noteworthy. That is Sunday in Washington to take on the Capitals. And I believe that game will be televised. So that uh, will be exciting to watch. Kind of a makeshift roster for the Bruins. Who knows who will be in, who will be out. But... Um, the thing is, with this year's training camp, the opening right roster is pretty much set. There are some guys who are battling for a spot in Providence, perhaps, hoping to make a good showing before being sent back to junior, in the case of Brett Harrison and Ryan Mast, who are recent draft picks, uh, Fabian Lysel as well, who is off to uh, Vancouver uh, by all accounts, unless he just blows everybody away here over the next couple weeks. But there are some players who are competing for perhaps, uh, you know, a fourth-line spot, maybe third-line spot with the Bruins. 
and uh, 13th forward, 7th, 8th defenseman, that kind of thing. But the opening night roster is pretty much set, barring any injury. Uh, we'll have, you know, David Pasternak, Patrice Bergeron, and Brad Marchand on the first line. That's inarguable. The second line will likely be Taylor Hall, Charlie Coyle, and Craig Smith. Uh, Charlie Coyle, as has been announced by Don Sweeney, could be limited to begin training camp, and therefore there is an outside chance that a guy like Jack Stanika could uh, impress and steal that second-line center spot and push Coyle back down to the third line, where, let's be honest, he might be better suited anyways. But if Coyle is healthy, that spot is likely his uh, to begin the season at least. On the third line, we're looking at Jake DeBrusque, Eric Howla, and Nick Foligno. Uh, DeBrusque has a lot of work to do to get back into uh, Bruce Cassidy's good graces. Uh, he needs to put in that full 200-foot effort uh, that wasn't there last season. Uh, but right now, it looks like he's going to be given a chance to kind of reclaim his um, yeah, scoring winger spot alongside Howla and Felino. Then on the fourth line, we're likely going to have some combination of Trent Frederick, Thomas Nasik, Curtis Lazar, and Chris Wagner. There could also be guys like Anton Bleed, uh, Carson Kuhlman, Oscar Steen, Cam Hughes competing for some of those depth spots at the NHL level, but I would expect that they will be back in the AHL to begin the season and you know obviously injuries do come up along the way and we'll see some of these guys uh, sprinkled into the lineup at some point but for the time being that's what we can expect for opening night on defense uh, pretty straightforward you have Charlie McAvoy and Matt Grizzlick on the top pair Mike Riley Brandon Carlo and then Derek Forbort and Connor Clifton Again, there will be some guys competing for uh, playing time or looking to impress, looking to be the first man up in case of injury, like a Jack Sean, like a uh, Brady Lyle, uh, John Moore, Jacobs Borrell, obviously more established NHL players. They'll be competing for the 7th and 8th spots, maybe trying to crack into uh, the top 6, but the Bruins are pretty set on the left side with... Uh, Riley, Forbort, and Grizzlick. A lot easier, or sorry, maybe not easier, but the door is more open for depth to be added on the right side. Yerho Vakaninen, 2017 first-rounder, likely on uh, the outside looking in as well. The Bruins did add Aaron Ness, a 31-year-old, uh, who had originally agreed to a pro tryout with Seattle, but he decided to uh, take the same opportunity with the Bruins. Another left-shot defenseman, 70 games at the NHL level, but yeah, it's going to be a challenge for him to compete for an NHL spot. In net, you'll have Linus Allmark and Jeremy Swayman, of course, as the number one and number two guys. And then depth-wise, there's Callum Booth, Jeremy Brodeur. He signed with the ECHL Maine Mariners for this season, uh, son of Martin Brodeur, uh, Troy Grosnick, and Kyle Kaiser, but it'll be Allmark and Swayman who will be looking to really establish themselves as the guys in net uh, with Rask, 
still recovering from off-season hip surgery and unsigned, and with the Yaroslav Halak having moved on to uh, the Vancouver Canucks. So all that to say, there's not much in the way of competition per se for NHL roster spots, but it will indeed be very interesting to see how certain situations play out, beginning with the second line center spot, and then how do the new guys, Felino, Hawa, Nasik, how do they fit in? How will the fourth line shake out? Uh, Frederick, Wagner, uh, Lazar competing for some spots, and... Uh, on defense, can Forbort and Clifton find some chemistry? Can Riley and Carlo uh, develop into a legit second pair tandem? Uh, is John Moore ready to live up to the contract that he signed with the Bruins? Is Jacobs Borrell going to step up and try to fight for some time? Uh, and then in net, is Allmark ready to become a number one goaltender for a Stanley Cup hopeful team? Uh, all of that, I'm going to be very interested to watch, as well as, you know, how does Stanika fare, uh, what Zach Sinitian got in the tank, how do these young guys look, what's v- Fabian Lysel going to look like matched up against uh, some NHL competition here, uh, will his, you know, lack of size and strength really be evident, uh, we'll see there. Uh, yeah, it all gets started today with the off-ice training tomorrow. Uh, They'll be on the ice, and that's when things will really start to get going. But I, for one, am extremely excited to see how uh, the 2021-22 Bruins begin here in training camp. And again, keep it locked to Locked On Boston Bruins for all the latest every day from training camp. I want to tell you right now about a simple way to get all the entertainment you love without that hassle. Direct Stream brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before, which means you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. The best part? There's no annual contract, so stop waiting and get your TV together with Direct Stream. Learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. The Bruins will no doubt need an energy boost here as they begin training camp. And I recommend that they pick up some Built Bars. Comes in so many delicious flavors. And it is the best tasting and healthy protein bar option. There's nine delicious flavors. Coconut, Cherry Barcia, Raspberry, Mint Brownie, Double Chocolate, Salted Caramel, Strawberry, Orange, Cookies and Cream, and German Chocolate. If you haven't tried all the flavors, you can get a mixed box where you'll get two of each of the nine. Health-wise... There's about 17 to 18 grams of protein, calories ranging from 130 to 180, 4 to 5 grams of sugar, 4 to 5 grams of net carbs, all great tasting and all good for you. Some of them come in uh, gluten-free form, which is important to me as someone who has celiac. Right now, you can go to Built.com and use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your order. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. Built Bar, the official protein bar of the U.S. track and field team. Yesterday, I put out a call for any lingering questions you may have heading into the new season. And I uh, got a few on Twitter and one on Instagram. The first one comes from at Brad Cheely, who asks, uh, who gets Krejci's A? Initial thoughts would be Brandon Carlo, but Charlie McAvoy is a candidate. Anyone else? Great question. 
Of course, he's referring to uh, the alternate captain, assistant captain tag on jerseys that David Krejci uh, wore uh, during his tenure with the Bruins. Obviously, right now, Patrice Bergeron is a captain. Brad Marchand will get an A. And I would assume that, yes, a defenseman would get the other A. Brandon Carlo did wear it uh, a bit last season. And I think he would probably be the logical choice to uh, take that on. He uh, has emerged as a pretty big leader for the Boston Bruins. Uh, I don't know if they would want to put that uh, tag on Charlie McAvoy quite yet. They want him just to be able to go out there, thrive, play his game. He could be a future captain for the Boston Bruins. But for the time being, I think, uh, you know, Brendan Carlo will most likely get the A designation, or they might uh, flip it around from time to time. It's not really, you know, that meaningful uh, per se, uh, but it's a, it's a nice tip of the hat to have and uh, something uh, cool to wear on your jersey for sure, and, it, and it's a real symbol that, you know, you have leadership qualities. Uh but I do think that it will be uh, a Carlo to get it uh, to begin the season. But there's no official announcement on that. Friend of the pod, Yuso Kakianainen at J-U-P-S-U-H asks, Taylor Hall over under 43.5 points. If that is the bar, I am most certainly taking the over on that one. With the Boston Bruins last season, he was almost a point-per-game player. Uh, that, of course, was playing with David Krejci. He could obviously take a bit of a dip uh, with Krejci being gone off to the Czech Republic. And as he looks for some chemistry with Charlie Coyle, uh, but Craig Smith will still be on the right side. They had uh, some great chemistry, so it'll be nice to have that consistency. For his career, Taylor Hall is a 0.88 points per game player so over the course of an 82 game season that would put him at 71 points so I think anything you know below 50 would be a massive disappointment for Taylor Hall this season if he's healthy and playing regularly on the second line I would expect somewhere between 60 and 70 points out of Taylor Hall and you know that is uh, gonna help make up for the loss of David Krejci he was a, a 70 point per season kind of guy for the Bruins. We're not going to get that production out of uh, Charlie Coyle, but the retention of Taylor Hall will certainly help keep the offense afloat, and uh, I would expect that he will be kind of a, I don't know, 25 goals, 35 assists kind of guy, uh, maybe more of an even split, uh, maybe 30-30. Who knows? Uh, but I could see him, yeah, at least putting up kind of 60 points uh, as a member of the Boston Bruins this season and hopefully closer to his uh, average of 70 points. The last question comes via Instagram, Eric Michael at EricMG09, who asks, do you think the Bees can move forward with this decor without a big move? If so, who do you think can and will step up? I have faith in McAvoy, obviously, as well as Grizzlick and Carlo. I like some of the others. But someone needs to step forward, even if it's just to a solid third-pairing defenseman. Keep up the great work. Thank you always uh, for the kind words, Eric. 
I think, uh, you know, Charlie McAvoy is going to even further elevate his game this season. I could see him becoming a Norris Trophy finalist, or at least top five in that conversation. Uh, Brandon Carlo, if healthy, uh, will be a contributor, not offensively per se, but a real solid rock in the uh, defensive zone. Uh, Grizzlick, I think, has another level to hit. He was oft injured last season, and if he's healthy, consistent, uh, I think he will really uh, be an offensive force and an offensive driver for this team. Mike Riley's a bit of an X factor. I think he, uh, if he maintains his level of play that he showed last season, that will obviously be huge. I think they still do need an upgrade um, when it comes to uh, the third pair. I don't know if I don't love Connor Clifton as a full-time 82-game guy at the NHL level. Uh, I could see them making a move to either, uh, yeah, add some depth there, uh, add a third pair left hand, uh, sorry, right hand shot, um, or yeah, move things around a bit where they're upgrading to a you know true number one left hand shot defenseman and then allowing that to trickle down. So, yeah, I don't... I mean, no team is ever uh, fully satisfied with the roster. There's always some tinkering that can be done. I think if they do make a big move prior to the deadline, it would probably be for a center. Uh, Thomas Hurdle's name has already been raised quite a bit as uh, as that guy. He's set to become an unrestricted free agent. Uh, but I'm sure they will always be looking to add depth on defense, especially when it comes to uh, the right-hand side, uh, and not just depth, maybe like upgrades as well. Uh, and that's going to be a storyline to follow all through the season, uh, of course. Thanks so much for sending in those mailbag questions. We'll try to do that every Wednesday here on Locked on Boston Bruins, but if you ever do have any questions, feel free to hit me up uh, at Locked NHL Bruins or at ENC McLaren on both Instagram or Twitter. Bet Online is your number one spot for all pro and college football action this season. With a new updated site and interface, even more odds, props, and contests, betonline.ag continues to be the number one source for everything football. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive a 100% welcome bonus. That's double your initial deposit just for signing up. Use promo code NFL100. They also have odds for hockey, basketball, baseball, boxing, your favorite Vegas casino games. So take advantage of all the amazing offers available this season at Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. Gil Martin here, host of the Locked On NHL podcast. Join me every Monday for the three biggest stories from across the NHL, including how newly traded players are fitting in around the league. Check out the Locked On NHL podcast every Monday, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Let's take a look at some news and notes from around the NHL, beginning with uh, former Bruin Zach Ronaldo, who's been banned from Columbus Blue Jackets training camp due to his unvaccinated status. He's on a one-year two-way deal. He's been very vocal in his stance against mandatory COVID-19 vaccinations, even appearing at a recent political rally up here in Ontario. Uh, he'll instead attend training camp uh, with the Cleveland Monsters of the AHL uh, this season. So, again, people are free to choose not to get the vaccine, but there are uh, some consequences to that. 
Uh, and, uh, you know, up here in Ontario, beginning today, we have a vaccine passport that goes into effect. The Calder Trophy winner has signed a new deal. He was a restricted free agent, Kirill Kaprizov, a five-year, $45 million contract with the Minnesota Wild. Uh, big bucks for a very exciting player. And uh, if you have a chance to watch Minnesota Wild games this season, he is worth checking out for sure. One of the most thrilling players in the league to watch. Uh, the Blue Jackets signed goalie Elvis Merzlikens to a five-year, $27 million contract extension. Nice deal for him. And uh, for a salary cap league owner like myself, I really have high hopes for him this season. If you're interested in a kind of a B-level option in fantasy, uh, PTO news, Bobby Ryan signed one with the Detroit Red Wings. Uh, he played for them last season. Uh, the Coyotes added Alex Galchenyuk on a PTO. He's only 27 years old. He was a you know third overall pick. Looked pretty good with the Maple Leafs last season, uh, but not able to secure a deal with them. So he's going to Arizona, uh, where he played recently after being traded from the Montreal Canadiens. Uh, just going back to vaccination news real quick. Uh, Ken Campbell uh, reports Edmonton Oilers defenseman Duncan Keith is still quarantined after just receiving his second dose. So he's expected to miss the first week of camp uh, with his new team. In the latest 32 Thoughts column, Elliot Freeman believes Jack Eichel will attend Sabres training camp, but he won't pass his physical, he won't be cleared to play, and he might also be stripped of his captaincy. Uh, the 24-year-old remains in a standoff with Sabres management regarding which medical procedure to undergo for a herniated disc in his neck. Uh, there's fusion versus replacement uh, debate going on. Uh, there was some trade talk a couple weeks ago, but teams, acquiring teams, are looking to hear what the doctors have to say. And, you know, Eichel really wanted to have this resolved already, both a new team and the procedure. Uh, and it's really affecting now his uh, chances of, being able to play at the Olympics, which I'm sure would uh, make him not too happy either. Robert Thomas signed his RFA deal, so there's now only four RFAs remaining to be signed, and they're pretty big names. Rasmus Dahlin, uh, Brady Kachuk with the Sabres and Senators. That would directly affect the Bruins uh, if either of those guys aren't with their teams. And then Quinn Hughes and Elias Pettersson out in Vancouver. Uh, clearly two guys that they need to get signed as quickly as possible. So yeah, NHL training camps getting going today. There will be no shortage of news from around the league. Obviously, we will be keeping a close eye on everything to do with the Boston Bruins and a focus on the Atlantic Division. Uh, we'll get some power rankings going soon. Uh, to see, you know, just a preview of where the Bruins stack up against their Atlantic Division opponents. It will be interesting, uh, you know, after not having played the two Florida teams last season, uh, Detroit, uh, Ottawa, of course, Montreal. So it's going to be a different feel to the, the schedule this year, and I'm excited to um, see how the Bruins do stack up and how they're able to fare. I know expectations might be a bit lowered because the the core isn't quite together. There's questions about 
Charlie Coyle's ability to step up. Uh, but, you know, for me, I'm always just excited to to see the Bruins, hoping for the best, and uh, always looking forward to talking about this team. It's a, a privilege to host this podcast, and I love talking about uh, the Boston Bruins. Quick pop culture update. Last night, my wife and I watched uh, Scenes from a Marriage, the uh, HBO miniseries with Oscar Isaac and uh, Jessica Chastain. Pretty depressing, but very well done, and the acting is, is pretty incredible. Uh, also been catching up on Walking Dead, uh, watching American Crime Story Impeachment. We'll probably check that out tonight. Uh, I've been catching up on uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, the eighth season, which dropped on on uh, Netflix, and also watching a lot of baseball. I know many of you know that I'm a, a big Blue Jays fan, and uh, there might be a bit of Tension if the Jays and Red Sox meet in the wildcard game, but uh, I believe we'll be able to get through it. Thanks again so much for uh, listening to Locked on Boston Bruins. Please do hit that subscribe button if you haven't already. Please rate and review if you've liked what you've heard. And uh, we'll be back tomorrow with a update from the first day of training camp and a preview of what's coming next. Thanks again all for listening to Locked On Boston Bruins. We are part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your favorite team every single day. Gil Martin here, host of the Locked On NHL podcast. Join me every Monday for the three biggest stories from across the NHL, including how newly traded players are fitting in around the league. Check out the Locked On NHL podcast every Monday, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts.